good afternoon to all the leaders and of course all the soldiers that are tuned on i believe that i'm sat here with your leaders your your individual leaders and all the soldiers that are tuned on this afternoon and we're really just going to get into what god is saying this afternoon um it's not i i will follow in my leader's footsteps to say it's not pretty words um but but it just has to be a lot of understanding. Let us grow in understanding today. Isn't that right? Let, let us grow in some understanding. Um, a preacher doesn't preach for the people. He just speaks God's mind. So never should a man of God come to come to just to excite you, but he should be delivering what God's thoughts are for that time. That should be what is the intent of a man of God. Uh, to all the businesses in the house also, Paul's been a very entrepreneurial-based uh, family. All the businesses, all the consultants, all the consultants in the house, good afternoon to you. God is awesome. Uh, give me some scriptures on understanding. Uh, if we go to, uh, maybe somewhere like Proverbs, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not the best with just memorizing scripture off by head. But let's go there. I just want us to understand how good understanding is. Yeah? Uh, if, you, if, you go to, if you go to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 6. And we can start out just really... I'll just start with a talk because I'm with the leaders. And then we will get into what we're supposed to speak about this afternoon. For go. the Lord gives wisdom... From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. understanding. Proverbs 4 verse 7. You're going to have to be very rapid today because there's best. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Don't it, it cost all you have. Get understanding. Okay, so don't read like Oi, but read, um, read more aggressive. Do aggressive reading for me. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Mm -hmm. Though it cost all you have, get understanding. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. You know, if you've not preached before like this, which maybe you never will, you never understand the frustration of hey, can you just read this thing properly? <laughs> because it, it's a connection between the reader and the speaker. There's a connection. So when she's reading these things that, um, that I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't even see that. So she's got to read with some vim. And it has to be Pastor Sandra. So God says here, the beginning of wisdom is get wisdom. Though it costs all you have. Listen to that though. Though it costs all. Like Pastor Toby would say, all means all in any language. If we translate all to Greek, it is still all. If we translate all to French, it will still mean all. What if you translate all to Yoruba? I'm sure maybe it will sound very scary. But boom, 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 boom. Uh, what's all gone? They're going to try and say it with some smooth voice now. You can never save it. Go on. You don't even know. These are Ibo Pepe here. Uh, all, all is still all. If you say, uh, if you say it in Igbo, huh? Well, she said it. Got, but, but boy, the, <laughs> the they just destroyed everything. Imagine trying to speak love language in Yoruba. 
boom, 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 boom. And then the woman's like, what? He's like, I'm just trying to say I love you. <laughs> oh, you know, I've got, a, I've got a very good Yoruba friend, Pastor. Um, he's close to the nation. He's um, one of Pastor Toby's friends. <laughs> Other just closes face. And he just loves speaking Yoruba everywhere to the point where PT took him to an embassy and the guy started blowing Yoruba in an embassy. I'm like, man, this is why we don't like to take you out. The language is scary enough. Then you bring it to those who are cultured. Uh, what about all in Igbo? Any Igbo people here? Uh, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful that I won't share it with you. <laughs> all is all. So that is, imagine that kind of aggression in the getting of understanding. Yeah, you need, God gives you this instruction that, Wisdom is great and it's the beginning. But though it costs everything you have, everything, get understanding. So at a time when the Israelites were locked in captivity, guess what Daniel started to pray for? Understanding. These guys were slaves in another country and Daniel said, I will give no rest to my eyes. I will give no rest to my knees. I will seek for understanding. So now, if you're a leader in any dimension, what should you be seeking for? Understanding. So I, I realize these our meetings are so prophetic actually in nature because we've started from every single sector of business, from the word and marketing. I think it's God speaking to the Paul's family saying, I need you guys to understand every realm of business in this land. He starts with the word and marketing. And at the time when we started in this formation, I didn't even know why God was saying these things though. Then we went to word and finance, word and entertainment, word and mental health, and today word and technology. So in all you're getting, get understanding. Isn't that right, Jerusha? You got to get understanding. Why? Understanding is what differentiates you from someone else because you may know the same scripture you may not both understand that same scripture so actually understanding makes me behave different in a space of multitude if i want to differentiate myself from many i need to get understanding though it may cost all you have and i love it when solomon speaks like this why because it gives us a better perspective on how we ought to get into the word so actually, I was going through a SoundCloud. I gave this SoundCloud like 14 plays already. I realized that I did not hear a damn thing this PT said. It was like three, four weeks ago. And I've been crashing this SoundCloud so many times, at least 14 plays this morning, let me correct myself. And throughout the week, just crashing it over and over again because I realized I didn't understand what he was saying. So if he says things like, sometimes I will speak and it will take you five years to understand. It took me three weeks to get a word that was spoken three Sundays ago. So I'm just thinking, imagine someone else who has no grace to hear the word from the outside, not from the nation family. They're going to hear him and they're like, what is he even saying? But those words were so powerful. <laughs> I've been so excited throughout the week because those words have been absolutely out of this world. And the name of the SoundCloud is this. I won't share with you. <laughs> uh, I bet 
people like Alex is just not happy. He's not smiling. He's like, no, no, no. This guy is taking a minute. Huh? Is what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lola's going to do some hacking, isn't it? So, yeah. Awesome talk from James Lola, Pastor Bio, of course, the general in the tech side. Um, Pastor Liz, I wasn't even expecting such an engaging talk from Pastor Liz. That was so awesome. Um, uh, James, yours was so awesome, but so much packed with information. So you have to make your thing more, um, yeah, digestible. Because you're using all the big words, data center and, and many, many things. You know, tech people are like that. They don't know how to understand you. We don't get what you're saying. <laughs> So I was in the class with Pastor Bayo and Pastor Martin and they were teaching their guys and Pastor Bayo was going on and going on. Then he said, yeah, IPVCA, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, hang on. So I looked at Charlie, I said, come, we're the students, right? I said, yes, sir. I said, so why is the guy, he's saying VCA. I don't know what is VCA, what's IP, blah, blah, blah. So don't listen to PK when PK says the internet protocol. He read it off the screen. Uh, we're, we're discovering that in IT world, there are, um, what did um, Pastor Liz say that was so mad? There, there are crimes that are still yet to come because this world hasn't yet settled. Imagine, and I know you may have missed this because he was using a lot of big language, but um, James started speaking about something called ransomware. So in that future time, there will be no more kidnapping. People will just start holding ransom your email account. So imagine receiving an email saying, hey, hi, um, I've got some pictures you don't want to see on the internet, so you got to send me three Bitcoin or something like that. Just three. But in that time, maybe one will be like, uh, uh-huh. And then you're there panicking. It happened to me once, though, and it's happened to Dr. Eugene as well. He's not here today. It happened to Dr. at the Bromley office. Someone held, yeah, yeah, they held his, comp- his, his data... Um, ransom and then they asked him to send something amount of Bitcoin so the person sent it to me and said hi I've got all your information you don't want me to leak this stuff I'm thinking leak what? I leak the thing Joe what are you be leaking is it not leadership notes that he released I thought it's not me you're playing this game with I just looked at it deleted the email carried on my day so they've still got access to my email probably just waiting for something funny to land in there they're expecting funny pictures and things like that, isn't it? <laughs> Wrong person. So that, that IT world is so interesting though, right? Uh, and um, I think something in IT that's really gripped my mind really is the understanding of software. Uh, and I believe what it is, is that software is a system of, that allows you to control a hardware. So, like, Apple, the Mac thing is a software. And Microsoft is a software, but they're not the actual um, computer. But they're softwares. They allow you to access and how to um, navigate. Isn't that right? Pastor Bayer is so proud of me. If you see the way he's smiling, I'm happy. So, software so allows you to access um, or allows you to give commands. Yeah. Allows you to give commands to something that it's difficult for you to give instruction to because you don't have the same language as it. We've been in this time in the word and uh, approaching the Abib season and 
words are just getting more intense. Pastor Sam speaking about the table of nations. And, the, the, and then Pastor Toby coming yesterday to speak about the table of gods. And you're hearing these words and you're thinking, how do these words apply to me? And, and then I was discussing about, you know, just before Pastor Sam spoke, speaking about that interlinked marriage, actually, that Christ himself, his body was yearning for a joining. That's what's qualified us, actually. Can you allow me to just be around the bush before we get to where we need to get to? And that body was yearning for something. So actually, what is the qualification of us is that there's a love that we fell into and that love transports us into all glory. That there's actually nothing much more for us to do because he fell in love with you and I. Do you know how simple those words are, but how much they change the dynamic of your life? Because you set so many rules and regulations thinking these are the things that transport you into God's grace, but you don't actually know that he's just actually just in love with you. He's in love with you. So there's nothing you can actually do to separate yourself. So at a certain time, David started speaking about this love. And he said, even if I go into the depths, of the sea you are there when David was describing this love saying I've done so much madness but I still find it that your spirit speaks to me David was describing this love and so too right that David should describe it because I think he's like a prototype of what we would call the the church that actually this man's life and glory even in the state of battle in the field of battle as a general even in the palace and the wisdom that he would give in Israel it was all summed down to a passion that he had for God so David's passion with God is what sums up his life and these kind of things are what I want us to just put into our heart to know that actually if I could God could give you a hundred years you could still not do anything that excites him but this is my son in whom I am well pleased why I am pleased with the form which he has he's a man and I fell in love with this man so a body you prepared for me let me even just start from there a body you prepared for me means that I cannot complete this work unless there's a greater power more than that of fear who would like to be crucified? no one so actually something has to overcome the fear of the piercing something has to overcome the fear of the beating because it is easy to preach and it is easy to stand on the hill and say you are the salt and the light but on the day you're captured and you're put in chains and a crown of thorn is made for you and whipped with blades are whipped on you you know you can deny certain people at that point but what allowed this man to continue to go was actually a love that he could not explain so this love joined us with Christ God knowing that actually Adam has fallen because I removed from him what was good for him it was good for him it was his suitable helper good for him but after I removed her from him the the relationship became complex and so for the last Adam he then heals what he did first which is he says abide in him go back into the place where you are drawn out 
So the role of the church really, your only thing on this earth is just to grow in that love. So when Pastor Toby is speaking about the idols of the nations, when we go to that Hosea, he said, I, will, I fell in love with you, but remember, I called you out from all your idol worship. There is so much jealousness between God and this woman, meaning yourselves. There is so much jealousness between, between God and that lady, meaning the church, that he does not like her to spend her time with other gods. She's just supposed to be a, a, a housewife. What is the housewife? The housewife is the woman that stays at home preparing the table. So when Pastor Sam went into the table of nations, I was just saying here in so many words, just seeing that actually the table of nations was the wedding feast. That table that God invited those men to, imagine that those guys who were outside that did not look like the church, they were not well put together. Remember the past you came from. Remember the kind of life you lived before. But God actually took you from that life into a new life. Why? He was able to look past your wrongs. Why? Because actually there was a love that let him look past it. And then he invites us to this wedding. Because guess who's getting married? His son. And he's preparing this banquet for his son. He's preparing this wedding for his son to join with a people. Because that way he will not lose you. Oh my God. Imagine that you won't be lost because you're inside. Uh, because I'm inside, I won't be lost. I'm inside him. He, he hides me inside him. Oh my God. So I, I started asking, so what does this have to do with Abib? And God started speaking about the Abib. That the seed that you should sow this Abib is called the body. So that time when the son came, he started speaking about the body saying, but a body you prepared for me. This body has to be prepared because it has characteristics that the son himself cannot develop. Do you understand what I'm saying? The son cannot develop these characteristics. It's a love. It's a compassion. So every time Christ sees the people in distress, it says that oh, compassion overtook him. Do you know that you cannot train yourself for compassion? You can train yourself to like something. But compassion is, a, is an emotion that is uncontrollable. It is actually part of your DNA. So that body comes with its own mind. It, it has its own mindset. So when the, when the son came and said, body, body you prepared for me, is him acknowledging that there's a work that needs to be done and it's only this body that can complete it so before the son came every other man that has been born has been born with the body that Adam fell with that body cannot have compassion that body already has a space missing and I was explaining to you that the world runs to and fro the earth looking for what will complete them oh I just found my soulmates one of them says they think that a relationship has completed them because the body they were born with has a missing space it always is missing but you see when you enter into the kingdom when you enter into the nation family 
there's a body that is given to you that can take over the world of medical this body is complete already it does not rely on wedding and ceremony it does not rely on school it does not rely and don't get me wrong school is good it does not rely on job because job is good because this body is already complete all it asks you to do is to understand it if you can understand that body you can stop blaming yourself for the weird actions you carry out like maybe sowing to your last breath and when someone is saying why did you sow to your last breath why did you give your last you should not have given your last what will you do tomorrow you cannot explain because you say listen you don't understand this body that I live with So I, I was just considering so many things and then I was looking into the sound that a pity preached and then it drove me to Mark. Go to that first scripture though. Let's he go to Mark. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. Uh-huh. A man scatters seed on the ground. Yeah. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, mm. the seed sprouts and grows. Yeah. Though he does not know how, all by itself, the soil produces grain. All by itself. God is speaking about it, the ground and a seed. Just reduce that a little bit for me. He speaks about a ground and a seed. And he said, all by itself, the, 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 the seed goes into the ground. And go on. First the stalk. So look at the journey of this seed. The seed goes into the ground. And what comes up first? Can we be a bit interactive also? The stock, uh-huh. Then the head. Then the head. Then the full kernel in the head. Then the full kernel in the head, but I believe there's a blade somewhere. Don't skip anything. Go on, read it again for me. All by itself, the soil produces grain. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk. First the stalk. Then the head. Then the head. Then the full kernel in the head. Then the full kernel that is inside the head. Uh-huh. NKJV. Okay, yeah. For the earth yields crops by itself. Yeah. First the blade. First the blade. I like this version. Then the head. Then the head. After that, the full grain in the head. Okay, it says there the full grain, but I want to stay on that one that says the full kernel inside the head. So this body that goes into the ground, sorry, going ahead of myself. <laughs> this seed that goes into the ground, how does it come up? It comes up first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel. And I was diligent enough looking for understanding in my quest for understanding because I'm, I'm looking for understanding of the word. If my life is going to change between today and tomorrow, I need more understanding. So I went to go and look at what is the kernel? What is the definition of the kernel? Go, go read that for me, Pastor. A softer, usable, edible part of a nut. Okay. It's the softer, usable, edible part of a seed. And what is the other example of kernel the kernel is a computer program so imagine that in the world of tech they also have something called the kernel go on at the core of a computer's operating system it says system. that the kernel actually is a go on that is usually 
a softer edible parts of a seed no read the tech version of it the kernel is a computer program at the core of a computer's operating system that has complete control over everything in the system okay so it's a computer program you see this thing called the kernel it is not the actual computer it is the program and unless it's inside any technology that thing can't work So, so we're, we're talking word and tech, isn't it? That, that piece of equipment or that piece of hardware can't function. It needs that kernel. Go on, what else? It is say? the portion of the operating system code that is always resident so in memory. So it is a portion of the operating system that does what? That, that is always resident in memory. Yeah, but it has complete control. Yeah? It has complete control over the whole hardware, the whole system. So Christ started to explain to us what the kingdom of God is like. So now that you know this, let's read Mark 4 again. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. This is what the kingdom of God is like, Stephen. A man scatters seed on the ground. This man will scatter seed on the ground. Night and day. Night and day. Whether he sleeps or gets up, uh, the seed sprouts and grows, uh-huh. though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. All by itself, the soil then begins to produce. The man who scattered, did he have anything to do with it? No. He said the kingdom of God is like this. The one who scattered did not have anything to do with the growth of the seed. But he can be sure that as far as the seed goes into the soil, the soil will take care of everything else to do with the seed. Ah. And when you're hearing words like this, you're, you're, you're thinking to yourself, the kingdom of God is like this? Jesus, what, what do you mean by the kingdom of God is like this? Simplify it more for me. You know, in the tech world, they rely on operating systems. Actually, the biggest tech companies are the ones with the biggest software. They're the ones that research software the best because why? It doesn't matter what you build as hardware. What controls the system is what is important. So there's a billionaire called um, Alan something. I've forgotten his name now. That made Amstrad. Is it Amstrad? Alan Sugar. But you see this guy, he, he majored on hardware. He should not have majored on hardware. He should have majored on seed software. If he majored on software, he would have lasted till today. But what happened? Time came. And what is normal to happen is that hardware must pass away. Hardware has to pass away if, as time goes. But you see the software, those who majored on research on software, Bill Gates them spending years and years of research in Microsoft just to create an operating system. They said, we don't care what the device looks like. We just want control over the device. I hope I'm going easy enough for you. Men like Steve Jobs, that actually, in the time when he used to major on hardware, is the time when they had the least sales. 
He even lost his job focusing on hardware. Then he decides to develop iOS. And that is the software version of his hardware system. Then lifetime in on unlimited life begins because now he has something that controls everything seed so Christ at that time was explaining to us that actually Christ has no business with the body you provide but he has a business with the software that is inside it are you with me this afternoon so if we're going to speak about something, let's speak about the life of the seed in the ground. Matthew chapter 10 verse 39. This is so important. And I won't spend too much time with you so that we can go into a prayer and prepare ourselves for Abib season. Quickly. Whoever finds their life will lose it. Oh my God. Uh -huh. and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it yeah. anyone who welcomes you welcomes me and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me so read that 39 again whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me whoever finds their life will lose whoever it whoever finds their life loses it uh -huh. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Whoever loses their life will find it for my sake. Speaking about the seed that his father scatters. That actually you exist in this life just for you to die. Because what is inside you? When scriptures say e that is inside you is greater that he that is in the world is saying to you that there is something inside you. I need you to pay attention to this thing inside you because your life doesn't begin until it's dead. That seed, until it drives your body to the ground, you've not started living yet. So if we're going to start a new life after the Abib season, this is what God is saying. He's saying that up until now, the resurrection of the dead is the last miracle that Christ has to do in the nation family. Do you know that the resurrection of the dead is not a big deal? It's not a big deal because if you consider it to seed, seed, oh, go to that first Corinthians, yeah, go on. Read, read, read another scripture for me. The hour has come for uh -huh. the Son of Man to be yeah. glorified. Yeah. Very truly I tell you, Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies. Oh my days. It remains Are, are you hearing what Christ is saying? He's giving you key for eternal life. Many times in your beginning, you cared about yourself. The things that your body has been involved in. But Christ says, our only attention is on the kernel. As far as that body has met the kernel, the Father just waits for that body to fall to the ground read it again very truly I tell so you so Christ said very truly I tell you very truly you can underline very truly in your in your bible very truly meaning this is the ultimate truth uh-huh unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground unless and dies, a kernel of wheat falls to the ground it remains only a single seed Shh. but if it dies 
it produces many seeds. But if it does what, Stephen? You know, at a time I saw that Stephen is so um, fascinated with the resurrection power. He's always speaking about resurrection power. Christ says that until that seed falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. So his only intention is about the kernel that rests inside Arthur. Are you ready to sow this abid? That, that, so you now, you, you're seeing the seed that Christ has intention about. He's intent about. Oh God. It, his intention for this seed is that it must pass away in the ground. So if we start the journey of the seed, first go to 1 Corinthians 15. Now, brothers and sisters, uh -huh. I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you. So Paul starts to speak to them about this gospel. Which you received and on which you have taken your stand. Yeah. By this gospel you are saved. Uh -huh. If you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Yeah. Otherwise you have believed in vain. Yes. For what I received I pass on to you as of first importance. Uh -huh. That Christ died for our sins. As of first importance, see the gospel that Paul preached. The first importance of that gospel is what? That Christ died. That Christ did what? Died. Did he mention that Jesus died? He's talking about the colonel, Christ. He said the whole point of this man Jesus living is that actually he's living to die, to live. Because there's a software, there's a kernel, there's a seed in this guy. Until this guy dies, no power can be expressed. Uh-huh. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Yes. That he was buried. That he was what? So you remember that the seed has to be scattered on the ground. The digging of... Have you ever come to ask yourself, why is the planting of seed similar to the burial of a man? Why does it look the same thing? Why, why do we dig the earth for both of them? Huh? Go on. That he was raised on the third day. That he was raised day. on the third day. So many things are happening here. Oh God, Paul. What kind of guy is this guy, Paul? Many things are happening here. Paul starts telling us that this guy is going to grow. That there was actually a planting when this man died. It was not a death. It was a planting, a sowing. So what is the concept of sowing? Sowing actually is rushing, taking something to its death because you know that that thing only lives after it's dead. The form that you see it in now is not its real form. So actually what it is is that the life of Christ before he died is nothing. You can recount the many miracles some people like to read they, maybe their favorite is the, the turning of water to wine I don't know what's, what's your favorite you can go back and, and reread oh yeah I really love when he healed the blind but do you know that all those things are still but a shadow compared to the life of the colonel that something in this man has to die for his real life to be revealed go on Read, read that on. he was buried 
Uh -huh. That he was raised on the third day according the, so that to the scriptures. Took, that seed took three days to grow. And that he appeared to Cephas. Uh-huh. And then to the twelve. Uh-huh. Verse 35. Yeah. No, actually go to verse 15. Go to 15. More than that, mm. we are then found to be false witnesses about God. Mm-hmm. For we have testified about God. 16. For if he for if the dead are not raised, oh my days. Then uh -huh. Christ has not been raised either. So now Paul starts to treat this topic of resurrection power. Paul starts to go into this topic of resurrection power. Reread that again. For if the dead are not raised. He said, if the dead are not raised. Then Christ has not been raised either. Then Christ has not been raised either. Do you not understand what the scripture is saying? He is saying actually that the resurrection that Christ partook in or the resurrection that Christ displayed is only powerful if there are other resurrections to compare it to. Uh-huh. And if Christ has not been raised, uh -huh. your faith is futile. And if Christ was not then raised, your faith is futile. Uh huh. You are still in your sin. Meaning that if, if Christ did not die and come back to life, then there is nothing for you to hold on to because actually you've not started living life. You've actually not done anything. If this, if this, account of the life of Jesus is not true then we're still not doing anything go on then those also have fallen asleep in Christ are lost uh -huh. <laughs> if only for this life we have hope in Christ we are of all people most to be pitied but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead Christ has indeed been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep the first what fruits just to let us know that actually, this Christ is a kernel. This Christ is a seed. This Christ is an operating system. That this Christ has to die because then that system can multiply. That this Christ is just the first of a prototype of many systems. So before God launched out this product, he first tested in this man Jesus to approve that the product can work in mankind. But the thing about this product is it has to die first. It has to die first for it to display its glory. <laughs> so when it comes to seed time, if I'm sowing something other than myself, then I'm not sowing seed. Because the seed is put inside a body. And the highest display of God's power is bringing bodies to live again. Why? Because if those bodies come back to life, they come back in different forms actually. Go to verse 35. But someone will ask, 
How are the dead raised? How are the dead raised? With what kind of body I love they Paul. come? <laughs> I love Paul. You can see from this that Paul is not talking about figure of speech. Read it again so you get what I'm saying. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? Paul says, someone will ask, how are the dead raised? Uh-huh. With what kind of body will they come? Uh-huh. How foolish. How foolish. What you sow does not come to life unless oh, it dies. Days. What you sow does not come to life unless it does what? It dies. So actually, the life of Jesus Christ is all about the burial, the dying. Until that happens, Jesus Christ cannot really live life. So the life of Stephen, the life of Arthur, the life of Pastor Niniola, actually there's a death that has to happen because your real life has to come forth. Message, sir. Go on. Some skeptic is sure to ask. Some skeptics. These are, these are people that are not too sure about the resurrection power. Show me how resurrection works. They said, okay, you said that this guy came uh, alive from the dead. Show us resurrection power. Give me a diagram. Oh. Draw me a picture. <laughs> yeah. What does this resurrection body look like? Paul is such a boss. I'm sorry. Go on. If you look at this question closely, you will realize how he, absurd he to, it he, is. Oh, you, you know what he's doing here? He's making fun of them. Saying that you're asking foolish things. Can you not see that? This is the most number one principle of the gospel that I gave you. When you go back to that 15 verse 1, don't, you don't have to read it. But then he says that on this principle, and I gave you this gospel, that actually Christ died and was buried. Did Paul speak about the wedding in Cana? Did Paul speak about the many blind that were healed? Maybe Paul preached about the, the, the multiplying of bread. Paul did one sermon his whole life. The resurrection power sermon. Because actually he understand that the seed, oh God. Paul understand that his whole life was summed up to his dying. Because there was a life inside him that the father was time trying to draw out. Do you understand that whenever you're frustrated and you're hearing the word and the word is hitting you somehow oh, and it's twisting you and turning you do you know what's happening? there's a seed inside you that is making its way up on top of the ground that's why he said it is like this the kingdom of God is like this that a man will scatter seed on some bodies and he trusts that as far as it's entered these bodies it will grow first the stalk then the blade, then the kernel. But God actually knows that the body that you have now, it will fail. It will fail to live the life of the Son of God. Because why? The kernel grows last. The kernel grows last from the soil. The first thing that comes up is the stock. But you see, you can do nothing with the stock. The next thing that grows up might be the blade or the head. But you see, you can do nothing with those things. They look good to look at. 
they look great to look at for you to say this guy is a believer or this guy is a Christian he's sowing seed uh, they look good to good at that look how he dresses so responsibly look how he drives his car so good you know that there are some Christians that are still limited to the life of the stalk and the head but the full kernel has not been born out of them why? that kernel comes from seed so they can be a beautiful plant without kernel it's lacking an operating system that allows it to demonstrate the life of the son of God so all those things Christ did on the earth what did he say? he said that you would do greater things than this why? because he knew himself that these things I'm doing are just a shadow of what my body can do oh God when my body is sown into the ground you will see the height of my display in that time I will appear to the disciples I can appear wherever I want to why? because the full technology of God that which is greater than the artificial intelligence of the world that which is greater than the you know AI is just man's desire to replicate the kernel life so when a new technology launches what do they do? they hold seed round in these seed rounds they attempt to sow into that tech they attempt to sow they attempt to give they're sowing because they know that until this thing gives birth to that operating system that kernel this thing can die out this tech can die out so the best technologies that have ruled the world go through seed round some of them series A seed round some of them series B these are just different levels of seeding attempting to replicate the life that the farmer had set out that's what mankind started to do to replicate a system that God made that till today is a fascination to them the human body that, that limitless company is just Stephen and Alex that's all it is this body and that seed inside this body that everything else about that company God doesn't care about he cares about the individuals but you see man cannot do that because man cannot put down the seed into the soil man can't one thing man can't do is sow like God so do you know that Abib God allows you to partake of his lifestyle in the sowing of seed because seed is a work it's a lifestyle that is set apart for God seed is set apart for God so when a person is putting seed into something when they're capitalizing or financing something they may call it a seed round it's a lie it is their own mind thought and perception on what God called seeding so when the farmer put, started to show us when God started to show us how the kingdom of God is in Abib he allows you to partake of this glory of seed by joining him in sowing so what you're doing in this Abib is Romans 12 it said offer yourself your body my God offer yourself as what? a living sacrifice that's why Christ went on to say 
sacrifice an offering you do not want because actually even if I try to I cannot sow sowing is a privilege if God tried to let them to God tried to make them replicate sowing at a stage he told them you can use animals but you see even the sowing of animals could not satisfy God because sowing is not about the animal neither is sowing about your money it is the ability to present a body so the presentation of yourself is a gift it's a type of life that Christ came to set the trend of before him no one could actually present themselves before Christ no one can present themselves he had to show us how are you with me this afternoon read on when you sow you do not plant the body that will be <laughs> uh -huh. but just a seed look at Paul he said, when you sow, you don't plant the body that will be. Go on. But just a seed. But just a seed. Perhaps of wheat or of something so else. Paul stoops down to our level to say, Stephen, actually, when you put 5, 10, 15K into the offering box, it's like you putting in some wheat. But actually, what you're putting down is not that money. Go on. But God gives it a body as he has determined. Read, that, read it again. Read the 30... Um, that. When you sow, mm -hmm. you do not plant the body that will be. When you're sowing, you don't plant the body that will be. You can't do it. You cannot plant the body that will be. It's impossible. I need you to understand seed time and the power of seed time. This, this thing called sowing, how powerful it is actually. He said that you cannot plant the body that will be meaning that the person that Ebon aspires to be, you cannot even sow her. You don't have the ability or the capacity or the understanding to do so. So what God does is he allows you to do what? Read it. But God gives it a body as no, he has determined. No, no, read what you were reading. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be. Yeah. But just a seed. Uh-huh. Perhaps of wheat or Perhaps, something else. That's the word. Perhaps. Do you understand that this word perhaps is the ability to know that your seed can take any shape. God has allowed you to sow in any form that you decide to. So when he said wheat there, he was talking about our own present circumstance of bringing money. But you see, this putting of money, this presentation of money is still not the seed. Oh my days. How do I, how do I say this to you? <laughs> this sowing that you do, someone goes and brags, ah, I sowed this much. I sowed this much. I put this much down. Do you know that it's not God just allows that to be an example of seed that's not seed 
that is not seed at all. But for the sake of you and I to partake on whatever it is he wants to grow, he says to you, bring what you have. Maybe you can understand Cain and Abel a bit more now. You can bring what you have because I will allow you to sow what you have. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm just giving you the, the pleasure to partake on the growing process of what I want to really happen. So when Abib comes and you're presenting your seed or you present whatever it is you have, you bring it to God's altar, it's a privilege actually. So they ask Christ, who sold more? Is it this woman that put a penny or is it this man with much? He said, it's the woman. Why? It's not about really what she put down. It's how she brought it. Oh, because there's a work God has to do in her life. And the presentation of the seed is what matters. Then he can convert it into a multitude of wheat. That's why it says, unless a corn of wheat falls to the ground, it abides alone. Why? Because actually your giving has to come with the kind of heart that it takes to sow a body. If I don't put down something with the pain or with the heart that it takes to sacrifice a child, then I've not given. So someone can't say, give this much and give that much. One of you spoke to me the other day. He said, in my, I had a vision where PT told me, don't uproot your seed. Do you know, the uprooting of seed is like one who God invites to partake in the miracle of resurrection. And when the seed goes into the ground, they decide to tear it up. They, don't, they do not allow the seed to grow. There's no big deal with resurrection power. It's just seed growing. As real as you see the trees, as real as you read the account of Genesis, is as real as the resurrection power is. Is the ability to sow the, the, the corruptible for the incorruptible. Read on for me so I can get there. But God gives it a body as he has determined. Yeah. And to each kind of seed he gives it, he gives its own body. So God is the one that determines what you sow. Someone sows and says, I'm sowing to be a billionaire. Impossible. You cannot determine what your seed will be. You can partake in the sowing. But to determine what it should become is not for you. If not, you're saying that, like God, you own the vineyard. You don't own the vineyard. Go on. Not all flesh is the same. Yeah. People have one kind of flesh. Animals have another. Birds another and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies. Can you see how different seed give birth to different things? Paul is saying here that there's a seed that grows heavenly body. And there's the one that's, that grows earthly body. But all still are determined by God. Go on. And there are earthly bodies, uh -huh. but the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind, and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. Yeah. The sun has one kind of splendor. Yeah. 
the moon another yeah. and the stars another yes and stars differ from star in splendor uh-huh. so will it be with the resurrection of the dead yeah. The body that is sown is perishable. Yes. It is raised imperishable. The body that is sown is what? Perishable. It is raised imperishable. And I'll begin to find a way to make my end from here on. He said the body that is sown is what? Perishable. But go on. But the, but it the, is raised imperishable. But it is raised imperishable uh-huh it is sown in dishonor it is sown in dishonor it is raised in glory it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness resurrection power is too much uh-huh it is sown in weakness it is raised in power it is raised in power it is sown a natural body it is sown a natural body it is raised a spiritual body it is raised a spiritual body so actually see this that before we came into this whole thing do you remember the life you lived before he met you? That is, an inco- that is a corrupted body. But God did not care about the body itself. He just says present it as it is because I will raise it incorruptible. So whatever it is you bring to the place of seed, of sowing, God will raise it up as something for you to have God have glory for. So I'm looking at something like nation family and this is where God then sent us into. That you see this Abib is so powerful. Why? Because nation family has the piercings, the the, the ridicule, the, the, the attacks of how many years and months these attacks are what qualified us to be the seed, to be sown in this 2021. Do you understand actually that a seed cannot come before the Father as what it should be already? The piling up of everything upon the life of the nation family. This is why this Abib is so important. This is why your life is so important. I'm looking at the life of someone like Stephen now. Has come from a background of such and such and such and walks into this nation family. You see, God says that actually you guys' seed will not be perfected unless you all see what it is like to be stained. So the seed has to be stained so that it can be pierced. The life of the seed is like this. Paul says in um, chapter 15, he said that this seed has to go through everything because unless it is buried, this seed cannot live. And the only thing to send a seed to be buried into the ground is persecution. And persecution will only come if we allow ourselves to be stained along with one another. You see what happened before to us? That staining. Be careful of those who separated themselves from the staining. So Christ was living his life knowing that a day is coming for me to be stained. And that journey led him to Gethsemane where the sin of the world will come on his body. Then God says now it's time, the ultimate life of you now is time to express the power of resurrection all my days. Do you know why something becomes so powerful after it's persecuted? 
do you know why companies go through lawsuits after lawsuits after lawsuits after lawsuits and come out so strong billions and billions of pounds raised if you've not been to court you cannot handle money if you've not been to the courtroom before if you want to be a money man and you've never seen the judges before then what God did to you was to bring you within a family that will be judged so much more if you're innocent and you're being proven guilty for something you did not do so much power now so for me so much power because you're not supposed to be buried but now there's so much power inside that seed it's being convicted for a life that it did not even live for itself so how much more should it not be raised do you understand how to resurrect now so Paul then started to say that resurrection power is not a myth how, how can you be so foolish that if Tofumi wants to show resurrection power she needs to enter a Paul's family and be one with a pastor Kevin because she's not lived the life PK has lived but she should partake in the persecution that he will do, do you get what I'm saying so now after that persecution they sent the seed to be pierced the piercing on the body of the seed in the hand of the farmer is what allows God to know that if I put this one in the ground I can raise it up again you can't bring a clean seed and place it into the ground it's not possible have you ever looked at seed before you know this is not clean you notice that it is jagged and rough it's not smooth it is jagged and rough why it's 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 going to eventually bring out fruit but what qualifies it though to be sown is that roughness so Paul started speaking again about resurrection power I'm, I'm obsessed about this resurrection power now I know what it takes to take a world to take an industry to take a life I know now if we're to be leaders in this world that is coming this next world coming we have to glory in our unity because there are some things that um, Pastor Aliyah has lived that I have not and how dare I pride myself in 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 my strengths huh? precious you remember we spoke about this you dare not pride yourself in your strength you should be priding yourself in your weakness so when I when I see Aliyah that, that has what is the word that has been through mental health before or depression before I quickly connect myself do you get I connect myself to her because it is one more reason to be raised do you get what I'm saying to you it is one more reason I, I'm just gonna live a life of giving laws and reasons for God to raise me if he died without taking on the sin of the world would the resurrection power have worked Ephesians goes on to say it is like the mighty power the mighty strength that he exerted in raising a sinner from the grave oh my god you didn't hear what I said there do you know that at the point of Christ being in the grave do you know that he was a sinner do you know that he was not the son of God 
the bright lightning that you know uh, it was not all drenched in white no 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 he was raised like that but at the point of the ground he was a sinner so resurrection power is like this go out back and recount look at your life go and recount and you will know where your journey is heading yourself into at a stage God called Abraham and he said to him you know you're living such a good life this guy you need to leave your dad's house man it's too bad it's too good but it's too bad you're a good boy there there's no reason for me to do anything with you so he starts a journey where into the ground to be buried his journey begins and that's the reason why Christ then says to him okay now let's test to see if you're ready to be raised how, how will Abraham's life be tested I need you to live Abraham can you live a life where if I give you a child you will be prepared to murder ah you know when you hear those kind of things you may ask yourself what kind of gospel is this that we partake in God looked to see if he can find the ability to kill in the heart of his man before he can be sure that this man can be the father of nations do you understand me before this man can be the father of nation I need to see if the instruction to kill his son will be like normal to him so I oh God I understand the power of seed so much now you know when you do anything for the seed <laughs> what he's doing is he's breathing inside you a kernel it's a mindset he's trying to create a mindset that can rule nation that mindset can only come if this man partakes in the sowing, the abib. If this guy does not partake in the abib, one day we will put him over nation and he will eat the children he was meant to raise. Be careful of anyone who don't sow seed, who, who has not risked their life. I think there's a hope dealer verse that uh, something, something I did for the seed. But I saw like I ripped my jeans. Yeah, uh, something like that, right? They, because you see, the seed, everything that you would do in order for you to sow that thing is what allows God to determine what kind of body is raised up. So whatever you present to him in the time of sowing, it can be enough to sow and raise a heavenly body. Do you understand what I'm saying? A heavenly body is something else though. But you can sow also enough for just to build a company if that's where your mind is. So, sowing for a million is so cheap. Sowing for a billion is so cheap. <laughs> That's so cheap. My days, that's so cheap. I will never sow for a billion. I will sow for nation. Do you know that if sowing for a billion was so powerful, that's what they would have... That's what they would have credited Abraham for. But they did not credit Abraham with a billion. 
They credited Abraham with a nation. So in this time of seed, it's in the time to partake of resurrection power, it's the only time you can bring the weakness, the weak things, the, the detestable things of the earth to God and he accepts it actually. You, you can bring the things that God sees as corrupted, the people that God sees as rejected, you can bring them. You can bring, you can bring those things. You can bring those things to God's presence because the raising... The raising is what you and I are looking to partake of, but we cannot do ourselves. Sacrifices and offering you did not ask for, but what a body you prepared for me. So I'm going to let us go into prayer. Do you know what we need to pray about? Is the capacity in order to sow in the manner of the kingdom because unless you can present yourself as a living sacrifice Paul went on to say that the presenting of yourself perhaps it is like your sowing of seed the 1k, 2, 5, 10 whatever you brought forward but you see if your heart was not within that thing you presented you didn't present yourself you brought some papers out of your wallet. You brought some coins out of your account. And that is not enough. It has to be yourself. So don't, don't start looking at what you did for the seed. Just start to present something. Present something. It's the presentation that allows us to partake of resurrection power. So I've just been praying in my room saying, Lord, the resurrection power of God. That I want to see that. Oh my God. I want to see that displayed in my life. I want to see that displayed in my life. The resurrection power of God that actually I've not started living yet. There's a way that you can groan. When you're groaning like this, it's... It's your groaning because you know you deserve to die. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power of the resurrection. Moska tayama anda. Rika tutaliaba sokataya. Shalia katayaba dozaliata. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Shaliaba sika. Oska tatayaba anda. Moska rabahande. Ribaba yaba sika tayaba anda rabaya sika yaba anda. Moska tatayaba anda de besiata. Amen. 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 You know, I'm going to leave you to pray shortly, but I need you to know that every seed you're presenting. That's why Paul used the word perhaps. Perhaps. Because actually, 
Oh, the thing that God wants you to sow, you don't have it. You don't have Christ. He has Christ. Do you understand? The thing that he wants you to sow, you don't have it. He has Christ. You may have money, but you don't have Christ. So he allows you to, in in that shape, oh God, in that shape, he allows you to sow. So what happens when you put your seed into the ground, when you sow, when you dig the earth, and you put your seed into the ground, you're actually sowing. When you present your seed to a PO or a PSAM or a PT or whoever you present your seed to, you're, you're, you're putting that thing into the ground, and then you're just patiently waiting. Why? Because as far as it is you that presented it, presenting yourself, that thing is going to grow. And that thing, God, uh, let me not use the word magically, God transforms it into the seed called Christ. God transforms that thing you presented into Christ. So actually, in this Abib, the sowing that Stephen offered is Christ. Because as the year progresses, he's just waiting to see that seed grow. So sometimes when I look at some of us, the reason why I don't, I will not judge because some seed has not yet made its way out the ground. Some people are still living in a manner they've not been taken over yet. The operating system has not taken over them yet. So actually he says that you must have long suffering. You must have patience. Why? Because some have sown the seed. But the seed has not yet grown. They're still making their way up upon the earth. They've not yet manifested. They've not yet manifested. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because that Mark 4 said that when that seed grows, when that kernel first appears in them, the operating system, actually they'll be forced to behave like Christ. Oh my God. So when Jesus himself begins to ask, let's first read this psalm, then I'll let you go back into prayer. You can, you can remain in any prayer position that you're in. But let's go to Psalms 40, verse 6 to 8, I think. And let's read about this guy who finally that seed made its way above the ground. Go on. Sacrifice uh-huh. and offering you did not desire. How is it that David is now saying the same thing? As the man that was given that body, David said, sacrifice and offer it you did not, what? Desire. <laughs> but my ears you have opened. Oh, my days. Burnt offerings and sin offerings my you did not My ears you require. have opened is you have given me understanding beyond my understanding. That actually now as David, this body acts as it wants to do. I have no longer any control because the seed has made its way above the ground. The operating system, the mind that remains in the seed that takes over whatever it births, whatever body that it is inside, it takes over it. I as David, I am, I am testament of that. Uh-huh, go on. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not Burnt require. Burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not require. Then I said, uh-huh. here I am. Uh, I have come. He presents himself. Uh-huh. It is written about me in it the is, scroll. This is David speaking, you know. <laughs> this is not Jesus speaking. This is David saying, it is written about me in the scroll. So you see, after Abib, when Stephen has sown, 
is no longer Stephen acting throughout 2021. Because Stephen will be saying, it is written about me in the scroll. There's a place in the word where I know what to do in this space. I know what to do in this time. I know how to behave in this time. Why? That, that operating system has taken over. Go on. I desire to do your will, my God. I desire to do your will, your my God. Your law is within my heart. Why, why would I desire to do your will, Lord? It could only be that there's an operating system that has hijacked my body. It could only be that there's this operating system that has finally hijacked my body, but it's a process. So sometimes you see souls acting ridiculous. The operating system has not hijacked them yet. God can wink and ignore their sin because God knows that at the point when the operating system is born, this man could no longer live a life of sin anymore. I don't think you get what I'm saying. That this man could no longer live a life of sin at the point when that operating system is born. He could not even if he tried. All that time when the seed has been underground is the time when just get rid of this sin life. Finally, please get rid of this sin life. Lebra soka tabahaya bahanda rabasika yabamanda. Masoka tarabadisalika yabahanda rabasikataya. I am here for the resurrection power. I am here for the resurrection power. Rika basoka tayabahanda rabasikataya. It is simply the ability to be sown and be raised. There is nothing. There is nothing to not understand about the ability to raise the dead. Actually, I am like a man that is dead, making my way to life. That's the prayer you're praying right now. Lord, look at my life. I am, I am dead. I have nothing of my own to call for myself anymore. I present myself. I present myself as dead, but living for you to give me life. Oh yes, Lord. Oh yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In your yes, Lord. Bring me to my knees. May I know Jesus. May I know Jesus. Shalabadosa likataya bahanda nabaya. Rababaya sikataya basikanabaya. Shalabaya. Yes, you're just praying. Hide me, Lord. Hide me in that ground. Hide me in your love. Hide me in your love, Lord. Shadabadoza liata. Masoka tayaba ande debe sika tayabadoza. Shata tayaba ande debe sika tayabadoza liata. Mashika tayaba anda. Oh God. You know, you know, amen. You know that, that, that song just gave me a revelation. Do you know where you know God the most? 
He said, hide me in your love. Bring me to my knees. May I know Jesus more and more. You know, you, you would think that actually it is in purity that you would know him more. But it's actually in the point of burial. It is in the point of your struggles. In the point on when you knew that you were so far from him. When you actually started to dig that I actually don't look like what I need to be. Whatever he's going to raise inside me, I don't look like it. That's when you start to know him more and more. Uh-huh. Do you know, you started to know him more and more because he too spent time there. He partook of that sinner's life just to let Stephen know that I can know you, you can know me. Let's just know one another. The knowledge of him, we started to grow in the knowledge of him. Grace personified in the grave. And that reliance on that grace personified allows you to rise as the only fruit that has ever risen from the ground. That's why that first Corinthians said that he was raised from the dead as the first fruit. The first one to be risen from the dead, it is Christ. Knowing that you and I want to be raised as Christ because that is what we desire for. That is our desire, isn't it? You know you're desiring to be like Christ, but you know you're not like Christ. Oh God. You know that you're so far from being like Christ, but you desire to. And so it's the presentation of you that allows God to raise you in his form. And so you don't need to be shy of your past because he decided to partake in your past so that he can look like you. Oh God, if I were you, I'd be praying right now, knowing that there is no, there is no depression. There is no past that, that you've had that Christ has not experienced in the grave. Allowing you to be raised to life as a leader. As a leader for this new world to come. Yeah, that's right. As a leader for this new world to come. As a leader for this new world to come. What qualifies a Dr. Emma to be the leader of the World Health Organization? is because actually she has led amongst the sinners she has led amongst those who, who who would not be qualified in the place of leadership oh god if i were you i'd pray right now knowing that god i present myself as a living sacrifice lord to partake in the resurrection power Yeah, just, just go into that place, that secret place, and grow to know him more and more. That just to come to the knowledge of you, Lord, is enough to leave this new world. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Just to come to the knowing of you, Lord. It's enough to leave this new world. It's enough, Lord, just to know you more and more. Shalika Taya Bamanda Rabaya Sikataya. Take 
of Saul to go and wander the wilderness for years gathering so many of those who are rejected people because God's leader in the new world God's man that leads the world that wins the nations he looks like Christ how does Christ look he's pierced but he's not bleeding the blood no longer flows because it doesn't matter to you anymore. You've been through so much persecution. It doesn't matter what they say about you anymore. That's the kind of man that leads a multi-global company for God. Because I can go to the courtroom and not care. <laughs> because if they say we are suing you for so, so, so many billions, then I just look at them and say, you know what? I just decided today to sow all my billions. So I have nothing to give you. The holes are in my body, but there's no blood oozing. Meaning that I don't care anymore. So that's the mark of God's leaders in that new world. You have markings, but we can touch it, you know. Oh, Thomas put his hand through the hole. Jesus did not wince. Jesus did not cringe. Because actually now, the hole is just there. It's just a marking to show that I am the resurrection from the dead. I am the new life from the life that you saw pierced on the cross for all the sins of the world. So when you're doing your thing as limitless and you're gathering people into the studio, you just want to gather reasons for the world to come against you. You're gathering and if you don't have enough reasons then you lean back as we lean back on the nation family we've been through everything we've been through it all so now is the time for us to focus more even more into the presentation of seed why because it's at this time that you see if someone pops up on twitter now nobody cares <laughs> nobody gives a damn if anyone pops up against me now if any voice comes against the voice of the Lord's people now, guess what? No one cares. We'll keep on facing what we're facing. We'll keep on doing what we're doing. 
We'll keep on building businesses and employing people. We'll keep on sharing the word. Why? Because all, all nerves, all feeling towards piercing has gone. It's gone. David, you have to rule the world. David, you have to rule Israel. But David, you're still a clean boy from your father's house. Let me just chase you into the wilderness. Let me just make you run around homeless for a while. Let me just make some bad men join you. Let, uh, you know David did not have a real army. So some generals in the place of war don't respect David because he does not have properly trained men. His men are just people with anger issues. His men are just people with debts. If you want to come against such an army of a man that has incurred so much debt that he's ready to die. But you see, the opposing army don't know that David's army is the army that always wins. Because guess what? All manner and feeling has left them. They are the new age army and the new age church. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So if you were given the chance to groan one more time and Pasobayo comes on to lead prayer in this manner, I'm just presenting myself as a living sacrifice to be sown as corrupted. I admit I am corrected, corrupted. I am sin offering. This is sin offering now. I admit to be sin offering because actually it is your duty, Lord, to raise that which is sinful to be righteous. Uh, I don't think you heard what I said because if you heard what I said, you'd be in prayer right now. You'd be laboring in prayer knowing that you qualify actually all of your weaknesses qualify you to be a new world leader. That's right. scripture just to lead us in prayer based on one scripture Philippians 3 verse 3 Masubriya shandos kamande lishatayama rikata mashakata rishapatayande masokotande shayinda matorianda rikata shandos karashakata rikabashabriande mata shandoska malisto brista katande shabrista priando makata rikata eshande valiando mata shabrista shabrista Rika Sandoska, Rika Amen. Let's just read the scripture. 
quickly. But it is we who Amen, are amen. We're speaking about the resurrection power, right? How we, we can attain this power. Read from verse 3. For it is we who are the circumcision. Who, verse 4. Though I myself have reasons for such confidence, if someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, first five. I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day Paul of the people to speak, of right? Israel. Stop, stop, stop there. Paul begins to speak and he explains something simply. In order to experience the resurrection power, in order to attain the resurrection power of Christ, we need to also know and experience the same death. So Pastor Anya began to speak and what's interesting is that he took us to Paul and to Christ. From Paul to Christ, from Paul to Christ. What Paul speaks about in the scripture and what Paul speaks about, if you continue to read Galatians, Romans and Philippians, is simply the resurrection power. Paul begins to compare his life to Christ, saying that if I live the same life and if I die the same death that Christ died, I can also attain the same resurrection power that Christ had. You need to die the same death as a seed in order to attain the same life, eternal life. So Paul speaks here. He says, if anyone should have confidence, I should. I was circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel from an important tribe, the tribe of Benjamin. I was a Hebrew, highly regarded to the law. Verse 6. As for zeal, persecuted I had the zeal. church. I persecuted the church. As for righteousness, based on the law, faultless. He's speaking about his past here, his past life. Continue. But whenever we're gains to me, but whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of whatever Christ. Whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. When Pastor Onis took us to, I believe it was Mark, when Christ was saying, in order to live, in order to attain eternal life, which is the resurrection power, you need to first lose your life, right? In order to attain my life, which is the life after death, you order to, you need to, in order to do that, you need to first die. Paul says that same here. Whatever were gains to me, I consider it as loss. Whatever I had in the past before, I put that to the death. Verse 8. Whatever is more, I consider everything a loss because Listen to of this. the surpassing worth. Whatever is more, whatever I had, the life that I had, everything that I had with it, my knowledge, my experience, my wealth, everything I carried, I consider it loss. Because of the surpassing worth this is of a man knowing that Christ. Sold everything he had, sold himself as a seed, he considered it a loss. He considered his life, everything he carried inside him, which made him poor, a loss. What Christ had when the Bible says that he was rich, but for our sake he became poor. Whatever, whatever Christ had, we consider it as a loss. First, next verse. Because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Because of the su surpassing worth, the value of knowing Christ. Christ here speaking about the life after death. For whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. I consider them garbage. I consider everything I carried, who I was as garbage, in order that I gain Christ. What is Christ? The resurrected. In order for me to gain the resurrected, I have to first consider everything I have a loss. I have to put it to death. I have to sow my seed, everything I had. Being born on the eighth day. Being a Hebrew. I have to pull it down as a loss. I have to sow everything that made me. That's why Paul said, I present myself as a living sacrifice. He presented himself and put it as a loss in order that he may gain Christ, which is the resurrection, resurrected life. 
Verse one, next verse. And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes next from verse. the law. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of going. his resurrection. I want to know Christ. Yes. To know the, to power, know the power of, of his, his resurrection. And, and participation. Pa- listen, listen to this. And to part- the participation in, in his, his sufferings. sufferings becoming, becoming like, like him, him in, in death. his death. So I said, in order to attain the resurrected power of Christ, you need to experience the same death. So Paul was saying here that I want to attain that power of his resurrection. And what did I do to attain that? I participated in his sufferings. What was the sufferings of Christ? The sufferings of Christ. The ability to do what you can do, but to not do it. The ability to call angels, legions of angels, but to say, no, I'm going to die. The ability to, to sow yourself into the ground as a seed for others. So Christ was saying, I have to, I have to participate in his sufferings. Becoming like him To become in like his him death. to attain resurrected power in his death. Verse 11, I think that's and all we're going to so, end. somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Do you not see that? that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal. Stop there. Not that I have already obtained all this. Not that I have arrived at my goal. But what does he do? But I press on. That's what we're going to do now. To take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. But I press on to take hold of which Christ took hold of me. We're going to continue to pray for about five minutes. And what we're doing is simply we're pressing on. We're pressing on that we may attain the power, the resurrected power of Christ. It's there. It's simply sow yourself as a seed. Present yourself as a sacrifice. Sow yourself into the ground. Everything you had, consider it as a loss. Everything that you carry that made you who you was, consider it as a loss. Participate in his sufferings. Participate in the sufferings when we're being slandered, when people are speaking about us in any, every manner, when people are piercing us. Paul was in chains like Christ was in chains. Paul received piercings. He was imprisoned. He was beaten like Christ was imbiz- beaten. What did Paul do? He experienced the same life. I need to experience the same death, the same death, the same death, the same seed that Christ sold. As Christ sold himself into the ground as a seed, I need to experience that same seed. I need to sow myself completely, consider everything as a loss, present myself as a sacrifice, place myself into the ground as a seed in order to attain the resurrected power. I have to experience the same death. As Paul said, you need to experience the same death as Christ experienced in order to receive the same power of resurrection. We're going to continue to pray. I want us to begin to pray. We have about five minutes. Let's press in. Let's press in. We are participating in these sufferings. Let's press in. As Paul was speaking, consider it as a loss. Consider yourself as a loss. A seed considers itself as a loss. As it goes into the ground, it goes into the ground alone as a loss in order to receive and reap many. Consider yourself as a seed going into the ground to participate in the sufferings of Christ. Lord, I lay myself, I present myself as a seed. Everything that I had, oh Lord, everything that I have, oh Lord, I count it as a loss. I count it as a loss, Lord, to experience, to experience and to, to participate in your death. To experience the same death as Christ did. We're going to continue to pray or to press in, as Paul said, not that I have obtained it, not that I am already there, but I continue to press in. It's a process, not that I have obtained all these things, not that I have yet got to my goal, not that I have yet got to my goal, but I continue to attain it. I continue to press in and to take hold. We're going to take hold.
We're gonna press in for the next five minutes. Pause, begin to praise. Masubra ishkande mania. Rikabala shakata ya. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I thought you sound more joyful than that though. Praise God. Praise God. 
Praise God. Praise God. Father God, we thank you for this word. Uh, we're just going to round up on this one verse, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, to confirm everything that um, Pastor Bayer led in prayer. Uh, and it reads as, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith so, in the Son so of God. So Pastor Bayer was speaking about how to partake in his suffering so you can win. The suffering is that crucifixion, which was when he presented himself. That's why you don't play with your giving. It is your chance to partake in the suffering. So the suffering is not for you to go back and start to harm yourself. <laughs> or for you to say, ah, no, I just want to go back to um, being depressed. No. The suffering now is to partake in his suffering, which was to be on the cross crucified. Actually, what happened that day is he presented himself to the nations. And it may not be how someone else's favorite movie stars presented themselves. It may also not be the way someone else's icon has presented himself. But my master presented himself on a cross with blood dripping all down him. That presentation there was him saying, the leader of the world economy is here. The leader of the world and everything in it is here. And when you present yourself, like Paul said, perhaps you bring a seed saying, I can't bring my body, but I bring this. Then you're partaking in the suffering. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And just to confirm the words from Pastor Bai, what an awesome time in the word. What an awesome time. Beautiful. Awesome. It is uh, our word and tech class thank you to all those who spoke today all the leaders that spoke um, I've been blessed I'm sure you've been blessed and of course we're going to have our refreshments later on those of you who are tuned in of course blessings to you thank you so much for tuning in from the Paul if you're the Pulse family or anywhere else that you're tuned in Pulse Nigeria or wherever uh, we just want to uh, use a focus to step into our Abib season so God brings a timely word for our Abib season isn't it so, that, so when you're gathering, don't look at the number of what you're gathering. No, no. Don't look at the number. Just make sure you, it's you. You're presenting you. Yeah, you're presenting the best of you. If the best of you is whatever you bring, that's what you bring. Yeah, you bring the best of you because there is a, an explosion into a new level of influence, leadership, prosperity that the Lord is preparing us for. And this is the giving. Present yourself so that he can put that system in you that just behaves as Christ.